episode I'm going to call a stream of conscious because what I'm doing is I am going to just let my mind go wherever it goes and I'm going to talk about whatever my mind thinks is worthy of thinking about and so that is what this episode is going to be and I feel like these will be fun to do in the future as well but I'm just gonna test it out this episode see how it goes. Today is Saturday, January 30th. This morning I had a writing competition, a creative writing competition, and um, it was all online virtual, obviously, because of COVID. We can't do it in person. You can't have gatherings of people from all different schools, but we did it online, and the prompts for the writings, they were pretty out there. They were pretty pretty bad in my opinion like I, I didn't really like them and the only story that I like really liked out of the three that I wrote was a fantasy story and I kind of based it off of like traditional Chinese fantasy stories or stories inspired by Chinese and Asian elements I think maybe I've been watching way too much Avatar but basically the whole story was centered around yin and yang and like the concept of duality and you know like there's darkness and the light and there's a little bit of light in the darkness and they balance each other out so that was the story that I really liked that I wrote um but the other two were like very questionable so they haven't told us how we did yet but I'm just hoping that like I can do well enough to move on to states so this competition that I just did was regionals and I hope I can move on to the state competition which will be in spring of some time, but yeah. Something I've been thinking about recently is getting my permit because um, it's been creeping up and I'm pretty much old enough to get my permit now. When I was younger, I always was like, when I turn 15 and a half, I'm going to get my permit on the exact day and I'm going to learn and then I'm going to get my driver's license when I'm 16. It's going to be amazing and I can drive myself everywhere. But my half birthday is like quickly approaching and... I haven't gotten my permit yet and I don't even like know the rules of the road. I just haven't had time to learn them really. I don't know if I'm going to anytime soon. Like I hope to have my permit by maybe the end of February, but like I have to learn the rules of the road first and then I have to go to the BMV to test and yeah. So I don't know when I'm going to do that, but I hope I can soon. I'm really, really scared about the concept of driving because there's so much that could go wrong, you know? And as a person who has been in a few car crashes, it's just very traumatizing to drive and be like, you know what? In any instant while I'm on the road, somebody could crash into me and I could die, you know? So that's like kind of, kind of like a fear that I guess you just have to live with. I also don't think I would be a really good driver just because I'm really indecisive and sometimes when you're driving you have to make split-second decisions. Like if it's a yellow light, are you going to go or are you not going to go? Or if you're trying to switch a lane, should you go now or should you go after this car? You know, there's like so much you have to think about and the only thing that like gives me hope is that like there are people out there who don't believe in climate change who are still driving on the road and like driving relatively safely if you don't believe in science but you can still drive 
I think that gives hope to everyone who's scared of driving because I think whether or not you believe in climate change is just a telltale sign of the bare minimum intelligence required to be a human being. So, you know, that, that like, kind of gives me hope that I will at least not be the worst driver on the road. Okay, the way that I worded that was not very good, and this is kind of a thing that I've been thinking about sometimes where it's, like, people who believe, or rather don't believe in climate change, or people who believe, like, conspiracy theories surrounding politics or stuff like that, a lot of them don't have access to good media, so it's not entirely their fault for the things they believe in. I don't know, I there's just, I feel like there's just some negativity around people criticizing low-income people for, like, feeding into lies, maybe, like, election lies or other things like that, but it's not really their fault because they are only given, like, so many resources. Like, if you just turn on Fox News for them, like, they're, they're not gonna listen to anything else, right? Like, that's the one thing they have access to. So I think there's definitely, like, in a way, like, an economic privilege to have access to good media and good, like, resources and stuff, which I guess has probably always been the case, but I just want to, like, backtrack on my statement that, like, people, just because they they don't believe in climate change or whatever, it doesn't mean that they're unintelligent. There are a variety of factors that contribute people to believing in lies or conspiracy theories and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. I just felt like the way that I said that was kind of snotty. Snobby? Snotty? I think snotty. Snobby? I think, I think they're similar. I actually used that word, snobby. I used the word snobby in one of my writings today for the writing competition, so that's fun. Another one of my hobbies besides writing is dance, and this week I went to the doctor's office to get a steroid shot. I think that's what it's called in my foot because I've been having ankle pain since like three years ago and dancing obviously makes it worse because you're using your feet so much in dancing but um I hope that this shot helps it because I have gotten a steroid shot I think it's called maybe a cortisone shot I've gotten one of these before in the same area for the same reason and it didn't really help but this one that I got recently its effects are not supposed to take place, like, instantly. Like, you have to wait a little bit for to, like, see the results. But you know what was great? So, while I was getting the shot, before I got, like, the actual shot, I needed to get a numbing shot, like, numbing medicine. And that, like, took all of the pain away of my foot. Like, normally when I point my foot down, like, toes down, I will have pain. And I just, it's just something that I deal with. But I was, like, pointing my foot down after the numbing medicine, and I like, couldn't feel a thing. It was it was such a, a nice feeling, you know, because over the past three years while I've been dancing, like, there hasn't been a moment while I was dancing where I was pointing my foot where I didn't feel pain, and here I was just, like, casually pointing my foot, and it didn't hurt at all. But um, obviously the numbing medicine didn't last for very long. It went away after, like, a couple hours. But that was still, like, nice to see. So, like, the problem with my foot is that there's extra bone in the back. So, when I point my foot down, that bone just kind of gets, like, trapped between other bones. And it won't point down a certain extent. And it also 
becomes inflamed when you, like, point it down. Not the bone itself, but, like, the area around it and stuff. So, I have actually been thinking about, like, quitting some parts of dance because especially ballet and point in particular and point is where you like go and stand on top of your toes if you've ever seen like point shoes that really really irritates it and it's it's really hard for me to do because like I can't point my foot all the way and it just hurts so that's definitely something that like so that's like something that really irritates it and I feel like it's not really sustainable for me to like just keep doing that to my foot so I think that like the best option would be to stop but then again like every time I take a point class or ballet class I'm like no no I shouldn't quit this like this is fun for me I shouldn't do it but then afterwards it's like very painful and then sometimes I'm like yeah maybe I should stop but it's just like a constant struggle so I'm not really sure what to do about that. I think that at least for this year, I might just finish the year out on point. But after this, like after the level I'm in, it kind of gets a lot tougher. So I might have to stop after this level. But you know, it was it was nice for the while it was. And it's like I've had the experience of, you know, like getting point shoes and being on point and like dancing on it in performances so I've already had kind of like the experience that is the goal that people work towards so it wouldn't necessarily be too like sad or painful to just stop it and of course I could keep doing like other dances that I do that aren't ballet or aren't point and those don't hurt as much because it's not like the constant motion of pointing your foot down it's just like sometimes you do it but not all the time so recently, moving on to another subject, my sleep schedule has been very messed up or it's had a shock because I'm back in school and I'm back in hybrid mode, whereas before I was all online, now I'm sometimes in person, sometimes online, and so I've been waking up earlier and I've also been going to sleep later. I go to sleep normally around 12 and I wake up at 7, so... But it does take me like an hour and a half or so to fall asleep. So that's five and a half hours of sleep. Anyways, the point is that I've been really tired. I have this like bad, I don't know, what do you call it? Like a habit or just like a feeling where like if I don't work past a certain time, I'm not working hard enough. Like if I don't, if I don't work past 10.30 usually, I'll be like, Mm, you need to do something because you're not working hard enough, you know, like, it's too early to go to bed at 10.30, you need to keep working. And I didn't used to be like that, really, because I used to go to sleep around, like, 10.30 or, like, 11-ish, and now I go to sleep at 12, so it's one hour pushback, and that's kind of annoying because I've been really tired all the time. But it's just, like, this, this strange habit and strange mindset that's, like, you have to work so hard to even feel like you've been working at all so like if I go to sleep or I'm relaxing and this isn't just like with schoolwork or anything like other things that I do like if I'm ever relaxing I have an urge to work or to do something and sometimes I will go do that thing and I'll just stop relaxing but a majority of the time I'll just keep relaxing but like in the back of my head there's 
like a nagging sensation or feeling that's like, you need to go work, you need to go work, you're not being productive. And then I can't even enjoy the time when I'm supposed to be relaxing because this voice in my head is constantly pressuring me and nagging me to go do work. And it's like, I should feel comfortable with how I work currently because it is working hard enough, but I just can't because there's something in my mind that's like, you need to go work and you need to go do something. This is just like a really bad mindset and honestly I hope I hope someday I can figure out like what's wrong with me because this is like working so hard and working so much is textbook like the leading up to burnout. Like this is exactly what happens right before you burn out and I don't want to burn out now. Last year in school in my opinion I burned out in this quarter that we're in, which is our third quarter. And that's pretty characteristic, I think, of most people because it's like, you're just coming off of break, you're just getting back into the swing of things and then you're reminded of like how much you hate it and then you're just like, you know. And then fourth quarter isn't as hard usually, but people do burn out then. But I think a lot of fourth quarter is just like, all right, go do this homework assignment. You have one more test of the year and then you're done. So it's not like as important as third quarter, I guess. Anyways, I'm really looking forward to this summer because every winter leading up to like this summer, the winter before summer break or just the winter of that year, I will plan out like the things that I want to get done in summer and I feel always so productive. But every time I get to summer, I just don't do it because summer's for relaxing, you know? And if you spend all of your summer studying or all of your summer working, it just it really is is very sad and you'll just be tired and it's not it's not a fun experience over this past summer i did do some studying and i like did do some work and stuff but it didn't really prepare me that well for the school year so honestly i think that you should spend your summer relaxing more and maybe you know like studying for standardized tests but studying for like specific subjects i feel like is unnecessary and really you you don't want to spend your summer doing that. Talking about summer reminds me of summer camps and oh my gosh I hated summer camps and then I loved them and then like I kind of hated and kind of loved them. I started off by going to summer day camp and they were like eight weeks long or whatever and they would schedule, like, specific times for you to do stuff, and whenever they scheduled, like, exercise or PE time, I was like, oh my god, why are we playing another game of kickballs? This is so, this is so boring and not fun, and I don't want to do this. But then we would get to, like, art time, and we'd be like, yeah, I can color with markers, and then we would get to, like, make a play time, a theater time, maybe, and then I was like, oh my god, no, please do not make me do this. So that's one thing I hate about, like, day summer camps is that they schedule out your time for you, and it's not fun. Like, I would rather just spend my time not doing this. I would rather maybe spend my time playing outside for recess and then going back in and coloring coloring pages. Like, that's all I wanted to do, but know that you had to play kickball. It was, it's like, what? just let me do what I want to do. And then for like two years or so, I went to a summer sleepaway camp and that was pretty fun, I would say. It wasn't like an amazing sensational experience. Like summer camp didn't change me or anything, but it was, it was fun. 
and they had like fun activities and stuff to do and it was like kind of in the mountain areas so it was very pretty oh I remember like mm, my last year of doing that camp which was I think fourth no fifth grade yeah last year I did that camp was fifth grade and we did stargazing like our cabin specifically it was a cabin specific thing and we went to uh, we went to stargaze and oh my god the stars were beautiful because there was no light pollution so you could just see the stars and all of them were there and it was in the mountains and it was so incredibly beautiful so you know, that was a good experience of summer camp. And the food was amazing, so. I remember those times fondly. That was, like, a good experience. Like, an 8 out of 10. And then, when I was more in middle school, I was like, I'm done with the day camps. And I don't want to do sleepaway camp anymore. So, I did um, a day volunteer camp where you would go out and volunteer. That was the whole point of the camp. And that was pretty fun. I got to volunteer at, like, a bunch of different places. We did, like, activities sometimes, but that was, like, the worst part for me. Like, I would rather just volunteer the whole day and not do any activities. Like, I want busy work. I don't want to actually have, like, fun. But that was, like, an okay experience. I'd give it, like, a 6.5 out of 10. And those are all my summer camp stories from what I can remember. Um. Oh, I did do one time. I did a couple writing camps for summer camp. Like, I did a Harry Potter writing camp, and I did a Percy Jackson writing camp. And, oh yeah, also I did do, like, a couple dance camps, and both of those were good because it was, like, doing things that I actually like to do. And, like, in the dance camp, we got to perform. In the Harry Potter and Percy Jackson camp, we got to, like, write stories. We made, like, wands out of sticks. That was fun. And, it's a good experience. So those were probably some of the higher rated summer camps. Like I'd give both of those like a nine out of 10. All right. So that was my stream of conscious for the day. Hope you guys enjoyed and I'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>